Attack of the Celticans means. It's another Music Ray Gun mini episode. And we're the Water Boys. I'm Paul. I'm Kirk. How you doing, Kirk? I'm doing less than. Oh, you're not a fan of, of what we're drinking? It's pretty good. You want me to replace it? No. Okay. I would never do that. Okay. We and are I, drinking. I finished my work. We're drinking Black Cherry Seltzer. Yes. The New England brand. This is a favorite of mine. The, the brand. And, and the, the flavor. flavor. Yeah. Okay. I love cherry anything. I want to like this more. It's not bad. Didn't you say you recently drank a black cherry something somewhere and liked it a lot? Yeah, and that was the uh, uh, the delightful Michael Bublé one. Ah, uh, that's right. That yeah, one's yeah. better than this one. This is fine. So <clears throat> you like the the black cherry seltzer produced by Pepsi Cola Co. <laughs> and not the one produced by a family-owned New England company that's existed since the 19th century. Yeah, fuck family. Yeah, so you're just a big corporate whore. <laughs> Selling motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Actually, when we first sipped this, mm-hmm. and I was like, Black Cherry, you know what song came into my head? And it was completely wrong. Black Velvet? No, I started singing uh, Black Cherry to Black Betty. Oh, my head, Black Cherry. Oh, Black Cherry. Then I went, wait, no, it's Black Betty. Sorry, got it wrong. It would have been better if it was Black Cherry. But it's, you know what? It's not so much the brand. It's just more, it's not lime. And I should have known better. Yeah, but I, I like cherry, man. When you're a kid, everyone's favorite flavor is red. It is. Yeah. I love it. And not the strawberry red, but the cherry red. Yeah, for sure. I agree. Yeah. And this isn't bad. It's growing on me slowly, but, you know, again, nothing nothing compares to, to lime. That's fair. <gasps> what? Speaking of lime, <clears throat> I was at a friend's house, mm-hmm. and she was like, um, she's like, I got, a bunch of, I got a bunch of sparkling water. What flavor would you like? And I was like, oh, what do you got? And she's going through some. I was like, oh, okay. And then she's like, and I have lime. Mm-hmm. And I was like, great. Is it lime? And she's like, well, it's key lime. And I was like, oh, no, thank no, you. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. And she's like, there's no difference. And I was oh like, my God. I was like, yes, there is, ma'am. Yeah. A hundred percent. And she's like, oh, what do you want then? So it's a grapefruit. Yeah. No. Give me a break. Lime is the best flavor yeah. of the Midwest bread. Key lime is the worst yeah. flavor of the Midwest. It's straight ass. Yeah. A hundred percent. They don't taste the same. You cannot say they're the same thing because the word lime is in it. I think your friend probably doesn't realize that. Both flavors are available from the same brand. Mm-hmm. They probably think that that brand just calls their lime key lime. Yeah. And it's just, that's what they call it, but it's just lime. Yeah. But that's not no. so. Totally We know very well that's Yes, not so. And it was that brand. Yeah. Well, I don't think anyone else makes key lime. Yeah. Oh, that explains it. Yes. Yeah. But she was wrong, mm-hmm. but we forgave. Yeah. Yeah. That's nasty. Nasty. We don't nasty. drink that here. No, man. No key lime in this house. No. But we do mess with flavors, and I'm sorry that you don't. I'm, like I'm okay. you know, it's cherry. it's fine. It's just fine. I'm I'm just okay. With I mean, yeah, I'm glad that you don't think it's gross. You're no. not spinning, spinning no. it. Out. I think it's better than fine, but okay, fair. It's enough. closer than you are to fine. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Kirk. Yes, we had a movie night. Oh, fuck yeah, we did. This is our fourth movie or our third movie. This is, we did, well, we did White Man Can't Jump because you needed to learn. Yeah, this is our fourth. We started with White Man Can't Jump, moved on to Tough Turf last fall. Uh, Judgment Night. Then we did Judgment Night earlier this year. 
for the fourth installment of Kirk's curated Music Ray Gun Movie Night. Yeah. We did a movie that you brought to the podcast at least twice, maybe three times. Three times, yeah. I think all dance episodes. Yes. Which is unusual, because this isn't a dance movie. No, it is not. It's a band movie. It's technically a band movie. So you've talked about this movie before. What's it called? Fast Forward. Fast Forward. Directed by Sidney Poitier. Which is... You know what I was actually thinking? Is it directed by another guy named Sidney Poitier? <laughs> How can rain. it be that Sydney, the Sidney Poitier yeah, right? directed this film? It's in his IMDb. Yeah. He did yeah, it. It's the same Sidney Poitier. Same Sidney Poitier. And you're just like, what? With the executive producer, uh, music producer, Quincy Jones. Sure. You know, music by jazz fusion, smooth jazz stalwart, Tom Scott. Okay. Um... He's a name, mm-hmm. and this. I'm so glad when we were watching it yeah. that you were so like, "This is mind-boggling, dumb." Calling out all the well, you even said to well to catch people up real quick in case they haven't heard you talk about it before. Yeah. This is a 1985 sort of teen movie. Yeah, one of many movies sort of shoveled out at the time to capitalize on. Presumably to capitalize on like hip hop and breakdancing. Yes. Although this, there are worse hip hop cash in movies than this, but this one is probably the least hip hop of them. Yeah, it's just like one chunk, and that chunk is not particularly hip hop. There's a little bit of breakdancing in it, but it's not really breakdancing. It's not, but yet the whole story's pivot is yeah. about breakdancing, which is mind bogglingly, again, yeah. not a dance movie. This is the movie you've talked about. Where the plot is this band of high school teens. They're a band. They're a band. The Awesome Eight. None of the Adventurous Eight. The Adventurous Eight, Eight which yeah. is the lamest band yeah. name ever. Two guys, six women. Yeah. None of them play instruments. No. They all are dancers. They all dance. Yep. They have choreography. Yep. And they sing while they dance. <laughs> yep. To pre-recorded music that they wrote. Yes. But that... Their school's band recorded for them yes. onto cassette tapes. Then they play it on a boombox and dance and sing. Yes. Which is not a thing. <laughs> no. That is, there's no band that is that. No. But as I said to you while we were watching the movie, if that, like, had been a thing ever. Yeah. That would have been fine. Like, that's cool. Yeah. That's an only one step removed from, like, a boy band. Yeah, that's or, fine. You know, but that's not a thing that exists. No. I don't think there's ever been an example of that. No. And then these high schoolers who are from Ohio. Yep, Sandusky. Go to New York City. Yep. To enter a battle of the bands. Definitively. But the the battle of the bands has been postponed for three weeks. Yes. So they rent an apartment. These high school, high school underage kids. teams. Yep. Just say, well, we have to rent an apartment and stay here for three weeks. Don't tell their parents. Yeah. We can't go back home for three weeks and come back. Rent an apartment. Yeah. Renovate the apartment. Yeah. By hand. Yeah. Even though they're renting it for three weeks. Make bunches of money busking. Well, maybe not bunches, but enough for an expensive dinner at a fancy restaurant. <laughs> and to renovate and to... Yeah. Well, and to, yeah, I guess to renovate. Yeah. Although, presumably, they only did it so they wouldn't have to eat fast food. Yeah. Uh, so, it's... it. I had this running commentary about like this movie doesn't exist in this world this is a multiverse movie yes where it's a a different version of earth where bands are this 
this whatever they're doing. These are what bands do. And yeah. when you said that, I was like, well, now it makes sense. Except that when they finally do get to the battle of the bands at the end, the other bands are bands. <laughs> yes. So bands exist in this bands movie. Exist. And those bands are mad that this group wins. Rightfully so. <laughs> Rightfully so. The best, which I didn't remember until I was watching it with you, yeah. was the very quickly explained away about the competition. Yeah. You have to you have to have you composed the lyrics and the music. You can either play live or you can sing to a pre-recorded music. Those are your choices. But you have to sing live. But you have to sing it's live. It's okay if you play pre-recorded music, but the singing has to be live. So the rules of the Battle of the Band state that the version of a band that they are that has never existed is allowed according to the rules. Yes. Yeah. Which is just mind-numbingly <laughs> dumb. And then... And instead, very strictly, like, don't try to pull one over on us. Yeah, because we'll You have know. to sing live to yes. your pre-recorded music. And, and the, the two guys were like, yeah, no problem. That's we what we do. do that. That's our thing. <laughs> and then, again, the thing that boggles my mind is this whole, the whole premise, the big turning point is yeah. they get owned in a dance-off by a street group who break dances. Right. And all of them are pissed off and embarrassed. And the whole pivot of the movie is, if we're going to win this battle of the bands, yeah. we got to dance better. Yeah. we got to dance street or we're going to get owned. These New York kids know all the latest moves. Yes. We're, they, the, the guy giving them their sort of come to Jesus pep talk yeah. literally calls them country. Yeah. We're so country. Yeah. You're from Ohio. It's not that bad. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, but like the fact that it's not like, hey, we got to work on lyrics. We maybe should learn to play some instruments. Right. It's we need to learn how to break dance mm-hmm. so we can get better and win the battle of the bands, which is bonkers. But at least within the world of the film, it's not breaking its own rules yet. Yeah. Like it establishes like like that announcement at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, when they go to the record company and the woman working for the record company tells them the rules. Yep. And in Those this are world that rules. makes sense. In this world that that is yes. a multiverse. It but makes sense. But ultimately it all falls apart because when they finally perform at the Battle of the Bands, there's nothing street about it. It's like pure fossey. Yeah, they, they just do, do what they were doing in the first place. Yes, exactly. So they didn't apply like they there's this whole training montage scene where they're practicing all the latest moves. Yep. But they don't apply that at they all. They don't apply that at all. When it finally comes down to it. It's just straight up Fosse dancing. Yeah. And ridiculousness. <laughs> also, the thing that they've set up, which is dumb, is they, they've they come to New York with three songs. Mm-hmm. Pre-recorded to sing to, fine. You would do that in the Battle of the Bands. But then there's a scene where the lead guy is like at the kitchen table writing a new song. And he's right. like, yeah, yeah, this is the one. Yeah. That song, of course, is called Fast Forward. Right. And they have the pre-recorded music for it already. Yes, they establish in the opening scenes while they're still in Ohio at high school that the like high school jazz band yes. records the music for them. There was no it was not explained how the music for the new song Fast Forward got recorded. Got recorded in New York City. Right. Yes. And again, directed by Sidney Poitier. <laughs> right. They could have at least like if if the premise establishes like they sing and dance yep. to pre-recorded music that they wrote, they sing lyrics that they wrote, 
and they sing it live. But yeah. the music is pre-recorded to a tape. Yeah. Why did the jazz band... Why couldn't they just have them record the music? Like, they could just say, like, we're musicians, but we like to sing and dance. We don't play live. But we do play instruments and record our own music. And then you could have just explained away that the, they recorded festival. Yeah. You just, oh, off scene, maybe they went to a recording studio yeah. and just recorded to tape or something. Yeah, and just have it explained away. Yeah. Yeah. Or just, you know, be a band. No one has ever thought this much about oh, the plot movie. holes of fast forward. I mean, the plot holes are so are massive. Because yeah. none of it makes sense. And, and the other theory I had, other than that it's a multiverse, yeah. alternate universe, is that this whole movie was just like conceived and written and made by musical theater people because yeah. it, it all reads very musical theater. Very much so. You know, just the same way that yes. like people on roller skates can be a train. <laughs> then, th- yes. then the uh, the astonishing eight or whatever the, the adventurous, adventurous eight. eight. That's the worst a adjective. Why are they adventurous? Because they move from Sandusky to also an eight person band. No, no, and also just a bad name. It sounds like a dance. That's the thing. It sounds, sounds like, like a name of a dance troupe. Sounds like the name of a superhero. Yeah, team. and it's not. It's a band. But it's all the way that like in West Side Story, they dance, fight. They yeah. do that here. And it's just a cockeyed version of like what a band is. Yes. It just I just imagine someone writing it just like, this is a band, right? Yeah, that's what a band yeah, is. We know bands. This is fun. <laughs> and yet we loved it. Sure. It was a fun movie. It, I, I it, yeah, we had a blast watching it. Yeah. And laughing. Because it's so ridiculous. We paused it a lot because there were a lot of questions. Yeah, because we're like, wait a minute. Yeah. And now I've seen it multiple times. I'm still like, wait, what, what did we just see? Yeah, you you told me you hadn't actually watched it like since like the early mid 90s, like 30 years ago. Yeah. And you said before I got there, you had the worry that like maybe it's not as weird and dumb as I remember. Yeah. And I'm just misremembering it. And then as soon as we started watching it, you're like, no, this is. Yeah. Exactly as stupid as I remember. Yeah. I felt so vindicated because I was like, <laughs> oh, on the pod was I exaggerating and maybe maybe it's not a battle of bands. Maybe it's like a dance-off. And then when we saw all of it and you're like, this is insane. I was like, yeah. okay, I'm it's right. Insane. It's insane. It's insane. The other question I had for you that went sort of un- unanswered is I wondered if this type of thing could play 40 years ago because – like general audiences were less sophisticated or savvy about show business in general. Like they wouldn't ask those questions. You know, the way that when you watch bands perform on TV in the sixties, they're never plugged in. Like they're playing with their guitars and the guitars aren't plugged. There are no chords. And it's like, I guess they figured no one would notice that. I figured they just like, I'm sure they're like, this movie's for teenagers. Yeah. It doesn't fucking matter. We just want, like, these kids who look like they're 30. Um, Yeah, that was another thing. Yeah, I mean, like, straight up, even worse than, like, Beverly Hills 90210. They looked old. Yeah. And I'm sure they're just like, we want to do a fun breakdancing movie that's not too street that we can bring the kids to and the parents to. And that's what this was. Although, I mean... Most of it's pretty family friendly, oh, yeah. but forgot. there's a running thing where yeah. I mean they're 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 living in like the ghetto in it's New like York Hell's City Kitchen in the eighties. It's not a nice neighborhood. No, um, on their own, underage. Yeah, 
And there's just, like, roving toughs menacing them. Yes. And attempting to sexually assault the girls. Yes. There are three scenes of attempted sexual assault. assault. It's terrible. And the third one gets pretty violent. Yeah, because the women fight back and it gets, like... Yeah, and then they get arrested. They get arrested. Which is... Because they were in the wrong. Right. Yes. Um, It doesn't actually happen. No. But the third scene, like, was very menacing. Oh, yeah. And it takes a very dark turn. And you're like, you kind of go, whoa, wait, what's happening here? Because it's such a light movie otherwise. Yeah, and it's like, why be real about that? Nothing else in this is real. Yes. Oh, great segue, which is what I want to finally bring up Mm -hmm. is that you said it, and I believe it firmly, the villain is in the right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, the record, like, there's... (laughs) to break down the entire plot of the Fuck movie everything. but everything about it is nuts the way that th- there's a thing and it's told in flashback where like the two guys in the band because mm-hmm. there's two guys and six girls the two guys pose as waiters at a hotel where they actually had jobs as no waiters. they posed as waiters at a hotel and like were serving this older couple yeah because the man owns a record company owns the record company yeah. that's having the Battle of the Bands. Yes. And they, in the middle of dinner, basically accost him and tell him, like, we're a band. We're a great band. You yes. got to let us. And this this man is very reasonably like, ah, this is obnoxious. <laughs> yeah. Leave us alone. We're trying to eat. But just to get them to leave him alone, he gives them his business card with a num- with his number or whatever. Yeah. And a message that says, like, come, you know. Come to New York and I'll look at you. So when they do go to New York, turns out that guy dies (laughs) in the meantime. There's a new guy running the show, played by the great Sam McMurray. Yeah. The only person in the movie I recognize. Great comedic actor. Although he's not, like, funny in this. Not all, he's a villain. Yeah. Well, villain, I guess. But, yeah, so they, like, bum rush him in his office Mm -hmm. now. They break into his office and they're like... We want to do the Battle of the Bands. And he's the one who says, it's been postponed three weeks. And also, I don't know who you are. Yeah, I don't know. How did you get in here? Yeah. And they're all like, well, this guy gave us his card. So he promised us, you have to fulfill his promise. And the record company guy's like, no, I don't. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. And also, like, how do I know that's real? Yeah. Who are you? Yeah. I don't know if you're good. I like I get know out. nothing of this. Yeah, get you're, out. Just, you're not even supposed to be here. I've given you five minutes of my time. And then he doesn't even. He gives him a solid. He's like, "Come back in three weeks. Yeah. We'll talk." Right. And that's all. Like, yeah, he's not wrong. No, this is not how things work. It's not how entertainment works. Yeah, you're you're maybe breaking laws, but if not, you're definitely being rude. Yes. Like, get get out, you asshole. And it's like, he's the bad guy. Yeah. He oh, what a jerk. It. He doesn't get it. Because their, their argument of like, that guy promised us before he died is is like all of the moral backbone of the movie. <laughs> yes. Oh, this evil guy isn't fulfilling this other guy's promise. <laughs> Let's ignore the fact that the other guy only made the promise because he was so annoyed by these kids <laughs> that he was trying to get them out of the room yes. and didn't even want to deal with them. Yes. So... <laughs> because in that world, yeah, had the guy been alive, he would have been like, "Oh fuck, you kids." Yeah. Okay, five minutes. Okay, he would have no, treated them exactly. Yeah. The he'd same. be like, "You're not right. That's it." And right. Yeah. 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 But then there's this whole thing where that guy's widow takes a shine to them. Yeah. He's like, like, "They need to be seen." <laughs> My husband's word was everything. Yeah. Oh, I love it's, that we talk so, so much about this. Insane. Yeah, and I love it. Yeah. Oh, I you know that podcast? Uh, How did this get made? Yes. Where they talk about 
not necessarily bad movies, but movies like this. Where they, this is perfect for them. Big questions. This would be perfect yes. for them. This is the one that I dream of being yeah. on the show to talk about this. You should submit it to them. Just to dive deep because it is batshit crazy. Yeah. I mean, we haven't, we've asked some of the questions, but we haven't really. No, it would be a whole other pod. Yeah. It's nuts. But, but delightful we, time. Yeah. We had a great time. A lot time, of fun. Uh, had a great time with it. But the fun's over now. Done with the fun. Now it's business time. Yeah, Sam and I have a what? You're like Sam, Sam and I am like Sam McMurray. <laughs> time for business. Hilarious in Racing Arizona and yeah. the Tracy Ullman show. Great in the Tracy Ullman show. Not, didn't carry over to The Simpsons, though. No, did not, which is odd. Yeah. I wonder, you wonder, like, did they ever, do you think maybe they offered the voice of Homer Simpson to him and he was like, oh. well, I'm not going to do the cartoon. And have like, Dan do it. Yeah, why would I do cartoon? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an actor. Yeah. Could be. Anyway, it's time for the music trivia yeah. quiz. This is the part of the mini episode when Kirk and I ask each other trivia questions from the music-themed expansion to the board game Trivial Pursuit. It was published in 1985, which means all of their questions are about only music from before 1985. The year of Fast Forward. No music from the last 40 years no. will be asked about, which makes this a challenging quiz. Yeah. But we're up to the challenge, and I have... A four game You're on a run. Going. I'm going for five. Yeah, you got the candy Candy is on the table. I'm Ooh. eligible for candy. Uh, but since I'm defending my win, I'll ask you questions first. Yes. Choose your card. Right here. Okay. I wonder if we're ever going to find a fast forward question on this visit. No. Damn it. No, definitely not. <laughs> I'm sure they compiled them and everything before the movie True. even came out. And even if that weren't the case, no. How dare you? <laughs> How dare I? I saw the movie. <laughs> the first category is cover notes. What punk group did Handsome Dick Manitoba sing for? I think we're at the point where I'm asking you questions I've asked you before. So I'm going to give you the opportunity, even having heard the first question, to pick a different card. Let's have some fun and pick a different card. Okay. What was the answer? Oh, I don't have to look. Oh, look okay. For, yeah, the dictators. Okay, I'm gonna get that right. Yeah. Okay. It sounded familiar. I will say that. I am, unless there's multiple cards yeah. asking about that. Sounded very handsome, familiar. Dick Manitoba. Well, let's try that one. Yeah. This could be better. Could be worse. I don't know. Let's go on a journey. Mm, yeah, this sound. This seems new. Uh, what late blues great wrote the song "Rolling Stone," inspiring the group's name? Uh, 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 Robert Johnson. No. I don't know. The blues suck. Well, this guy's cool. I like Muddy Waters. Oh, okay. Muddy Waters is good. He's more late, period. Um, your mother should know this is pre-50s. What Diddy claims, quote, Someday I'll wish upon a star and wake up where the clouds are far behind me. I know this. Mm -hmm. Um... Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Incorrect. What is it? Over the Rainbow. Okay. No, I'll give that to you. Thanks. <laughs> uh, I also, in my head, I kept thinking, not the, for the question, but what Diddy? I was like, was it, it's P. Diddy. P. Diddy. Um, <laughs> no, it's Puff Daddy. Yeah, it's Puff Daddy. Uh, 1950s. What's, quote, a drop of golden sun, unquote, in Do Re Mi? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Why did I give you the option to pick a different It's only two. Got long to go. 1960s. How old was Ringo Starr when he received his first drum kit? And you get multiple choices. Oh, okay. Six, 12, or 18? Six. 18. No. Yes. Wow. 
They, they were poor as shit, the Beatles. No wonder he's not a good drummer. They were. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just kidding, Beatles fans. <laughs> I don't care about his drumming. I just assumed it was one of those, like, he got it real early. And okay. This next question, I'm going to say this. It's incorrect, the way it's worded. <laughs> okay. But I'm not going to give you a pass or anything because you should still just know it. That's fine. Okay. Either you know this or you don't. Who's Ian Anderson's onstage persona? Who's Ian Anderson's yeah. onstage And I'll just persona. tell you, it's not his onstage persona. So I'll ask you the question they're really asking. Mm. What band is Ian Anderson in? Um... What, what, what category is this again? This is after the Beatles, so it's the oh, 70s and early uh, 80s. Ian Anderson. Yeah. Hmm. I'm going to just go... No. Yeah, I'm going to go, I don't know. Yeah. So I'm just going to say ELO. Incorrect. <laughs> what is it? Jethro Tull. Oh, okay. You I see get, what... Yes. Yeah, they think yeah. that Jethro Tull is like... His stage name? Yeah. No, that's the name of the band. That's a glaring dumb yeah, error yeah. on their But part. that's why I just asked you yeah. the way it was meant to be asked. No, I appreciate it. I wouldn't have gotten another one. I knew that you wouldn't, which I was like, it doesn't matter, doesn't but matter. I, I need to let him know that yeah. this is wrong. Uh, anything goes. What, what does the quote-unquote buff stop do to the strings of a harpsichord? It stops vibrating? I, I can't give that to you. Okay. But I'll give you another chance to rephrase it. or what, Okay, it. so ask again. Yes, what does the buff stop do to the strings of a harpsichord? It, what does the buff stop do? Mm-hmm. It holds the chords in place. Incorrect. I don't know. It mutes them. Oh, okay. Yeah. I get you. Uh, so you got two, two and then two, uh, but you still have your special '90s trivia question. We're running out of these. I think we're I'm, about three quarters of the way through them all. Wow, already. it's fast. So we probably only got a couple months left. Uh, okay, who had a hit in 1990 with the Shoop Shoop song? Um. I, there's a reason why I'm pausing. Yeah, I, take I'm, your time. I'm, try, I'm trying to do some math here. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, uh, salt and pepper. Incorrect. Whitney Houston? Incorrect. Don't know that. Whitney Houston was one of the multiple choice options. Okay. But the correct answer is share. Oh. Now, I know the Shoop Shoop song is a 60s girl group song, which I assume this is a cover of. I don't know this. And I, I was also thinking what you were thinking, like, oh, he might say salt and pepper because of Shoop. Yeah. But and then I know that Whitney had a song that had song, uh, 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 Shoop in it. Yeah. I'm trying to rack my brain on a share song from 1990 that's Shoop Shoop. Yeah, I don't know that one. I don't know. Okay. okay. So I have to be woof, two. Woof, woof, woof. Which I believe is what I had to do last time. Yeah. And I did it. I feel some candies coming your way. I'm going to go way to the front. What? That's that boy. Pure that boy. chaos. All right, here we go. Cover notes. What's the parenthetical title of White... Sh- nope, sorry. What's the parenthetical title of While Strolling Through the Park One Day? Ooh. 
I saw her standing there. In the merry month of May. Oh, okay. Sure. Whatever. Mom. That's cover notes? Shit. Yeah. What, Mom, when is the songwriter Ed Haley, quote, strolling through the park one day? In the merry month of May? Is it not the same? I'm going to I'm gonna give you one. It is. Oh. There's but more it's not answer. exactly correct. You have to, you have to um, rephrase. You're there, but you have to rephrase. Is it what you just said and I already forgot? What yes. <laughs> well, no, it's not. In the, in the, the merry, merry month. There you go. Yeah. There you go. That is correct. Uh, 50s. Who drummed Teen Beat up the charts in 59? Teen Beat? Yes. Who drummed it up the charts? I mean, I don't know it. I'm trying to formulate a guess. Yeah. 1959. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Sandy Nelson? No idea. No idea. Uh, 60s. Who scored with Runaway Sue, Ruby Baby, Little Diane, and Donna the Prima Donna? Is that Dion? That is correct. Yeah. Well done. So that's two. You run around Sue. Run away. They put Runaway Sue? They put Runaway Sue. That's a mistake. Oh, fucking Trivia Pursuit. Fucking yeah. up. All right, so here's where candies come in. After Beatles, what folk poet said he enjoyed sipping a mint julep and listening to sound effects records? What folk poet? Mm-hmm. <sighs> sipping a mint julep and listening to sound effects records? Mm-hmm. That does not sound like Bob Dylan. So I'm going to rule out Bob Dylan. And I'm going to say Leonard Cohen. Bob Dylan. Really? Yeah. He was probably just being an asshole in an interview. And oh, that, what know? a shock. Bob Dylan being an asshole? Yeah. yeah. Mm. All right. Anything goes. What Asian country produces Aria electric guitars? Jesus. The Philippines. Japan. Fuck. All right, so now... I should have gone with the obvious. I need this to win. You need but we're this, already tied. We're already tied, so it could be a push. You need okay. this to win. Wait, so I put this away in the back. Oh, yeah, I left it. No, that's okay, because I was like, wait, wait, this question just... All right, here we go. Yeah. Whose real name is Lassane Parish Crooks? Shit. Can I look at it? Can you cover the multiple choice in the... I'm making this more complicated. I have never encountered that. <laughs> Shit, looks like we got a push on our I've hands. never recovered this either. Lachine Parish Crooks. I don't even know if this is a man or a woman. Lachine Snow. <laughs> What a great guess. It's wrong, but that's a great guess. Who? You have a choice. Yeah. MC Hammer. No. Shaggy. Tupac. LL Cool J. Oh, that's Shaggy then. No, it's Tupac. I thought Tupac was his real name. That's what I thought too, but that's what it says. Weird. Like his <laughs> yeah. stage name was like the numeral two. Yeah. AC. I had no idea. But I thought his name was Tupac, Tupac Shakur. Shakur. That's what I thought too. 
Maybe it's like a Gigi Allen scenario where he, they named him something different at birth and then changed it when he was a baby. Could be. Or that's wrong. <laughs> this whole game has been wrong. Yeah, but I guess I should have guessed. I should have guessed Bob Dylan and I should have said Japan. But yeah, I overthought them both. Uh, but I, anyway, it's a push. I, yay! <laughs> you don't get candy. I just don't get candy. I know that's a yay. That's why you're yaying. Yeah, I'm a bastard. Bad friend. Yep. But that's it for the mini episode. Bye. Bye.